Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blind Justice Podcast with my amazing co-host, Amelia Finifrock. Thank you for having me. Um, and so we're continuing our Q&A sort of situation here. Mm-hmm. But before we get into the question, Amelia, I have to admit I was Facebook stalking you. Oh, my God. The other day. If I had a nickel. And I noticed that you did like a 48-hour film thing? Yes. So – What is that? Oh, my gosh. That, how fun was that? So this – so all over the country, they have this festival and it's – Actually, excuse me, all over the world. It's not even just the country. They have this 48-hour film festival, and it's all at different times. But the idea is you have 48 hours to assemble a team, uh, write a script, create a story uh, based on prompts given to you, and and have it, like, shot, edited, and done in 48 hours. So, like, we and a team of, like, three other people with, like, zero dollars made this short film and it was pretty cool we didn't win there's always next year but we did get recognition which was pretty cool as like a finalist Um, that's awesome yeah we were up against like people who had like real budget (laughs) that had like production (laughs) companies and had like like a makeup person for the makeup person and we had four people so it was it was a pretty cool feat we had that we were really proud of it yeah the uh, older i get the more i realize there is literally no such thing as justice so There is no such a thing as fair. <laughs> no. So how did you – what equipment did you guys use, use to shoot? Did you shoot them on your phones no, or we, with our cameras? We or? have uh, – we had – our, our guy had his own equipment, like his own camera. And That's I, cool. I, I, I mean I rented a lighting kit. And, and like what? Shotgun mobs. mics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in the future, don't rent lighting kits. Yeah. Oh, you might need lighting kits if they're movable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like some lighting kits. We can oh. talk about it. Oh, yeah. I can't swear. Can In the I? future. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. It's the holiday season. You should not be swearing. I should refrain from myself. Yeah, so that that was a fun time. Or I guess I should say we're in or around the holiday season. Yeah. I feel like we can't even say holiday anymore. It needs to be just the the, the season of stuff going on no, for I'm some just, people. Let, and wait, other people let me just don't. clarify. Merry Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I'm going Not at all... Merry Xmas? No. Merry... No. <laughs> I just feel like this our generation uh, this uh, this time period is so I'm like I never know what to say. Yeah, I anything say, you say, you feel like it's wrong. Even like Happy Holidays, I'm like, what if they don't celebrate a holiday? Right. Like, what if I just bad made, news all the way around? Their day. Hundred percent. Have a happy Crazy. winter time. So, um, that's super cool. Yeah, the film thing. Super fun. Yeah, yeah. I've always really cool. I've always been interested in that. Um, they do you want to be these... on it next next year? Yeah, do you want to oh, be that's right. on set? Cranky old man. That's me. Whatever. Okay, that. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I don't. I'm not photogenic the way Alec Baldwin <laughs> is. Um, Beg to differ. So, yeah, they have this. Have you heard of these things called master classes? Yes. So, um, Martin Scorsese, who's one of my favorite directors, mm-hmm. and Ron Howard. Yes, I who saw does not get like the artistic accolades, but who I think is a very very excellent technical director from the standpoint of putting shots together to tell a story. Yes. Mm -hmm. Both of them are great. And for like $180 for the year, you can access all of the 
master classes. So That's the cooking cool. classes, like they have a Gordon Ramsay That's right. cooking class. And just <laughs> so you guys know, that. the podcast <laughs> is not sponsored by the film festival or master class. <laughs> not yet, but yeah. But you know what I might do? You know, things get really slow near the end of the year for yeah. me relatively, although I have a stack of things to do on cases. Sure. I catch sure. up on paperwork. But if I work along or if I take a long weekend off this holiday season, I'm thinking about like taking the – Filmmaking yeah, masterclasses. Do it. Even if I never do anything with it, I th- it would answer so many cool questions. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, but you have that. You've done a little bit of everything. And even with this podcast, it's. I think that's totally up your alley. That yeah. Would be so and, cool. and then I shoot the, the videos uh, that go on YouTube, too. The live ones yeah. where I'm in front of the camera. So well, maybe we need to shoot like a short, like a, like a live podcast. Well, you and I have talked about with- doing like <laughs> – film spoofs yeah. that are related to the law firm and so we could fun. do like funny commercials and stuff maybe totally. we should we'll talk about that off air we'll talk we'll talk anyway so folks again um enough of the hanky panky schmoozy kind of stuff i guess let's talk about car crashes yeah let's get into the law because that's so much more interesting <laughs> Um, So so we're still doing Q&A. If you have a question, contact the office either at service at DeSalvoLaw.com with a question or you can call us with your question. Um, Not legal advice. If you Mm -hmm. have a case, talk to a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Amelia, take it away. I was driving in a parking lot going around a curve at a McDonald's. A car coming the other direction was driving in the middle of the road. So I beeped my horn and I stopped my car. They kept coming and sideswiped me. The police came, and they said they could not give a ticket because it was not a public road. If I have a car accident in a parking lot, how can I prove that the other driver broke the rules and caused the crash? Don't most car crashes happen in parking lots? I hear that all the time. Seems like a lot of them do. I, maybe – I comment? have no idea what the the stats are on it. I'm sure <laughs> like the, the federal government and the state keep an ungodly – number of statistics like you wouldn't believe it that's Um, someone's job yeah there's like there's it's many people's jobs right and we pay for it our tax dollars at work anyway um most of the car crash auto accident cases i handle does they do happen on the expressway and on streets yeah but a lot of them handle uh happen in private parking lots so the first thing is i've represented plenty of people Who've been in accidents where people get ticketed in a parking lot. Now, are they really? supposed to be able to do that? Yeah, that sounds unfair. I don't know. But if there's, you know, the cops do police reports. I've had people tell me I was in a crash in a parking lot. The police came and they wouldn't even do a police report. Well, the problem with that is a lot of insurance companies require a police report before they'll pay a claim. Right, so that sounds fishy. It's a little fishy. Okay, Rom. I yeah, see you. so it's it's all <laughs> over the place. Is my Ooh. point. Like some police will say we don't do reports if it's in a parking lot. Some will say we don't give tickets. I've represented plenty of people who had crashes in parking lots where tickets and police reports were involved. So it may have been that the police officer investigating your crash was late to lunch and didn't want to. Well, quick aside. Uh, do now that uh, all Chicago has um, those or the police officers have the body cameras, does that factor into uh, like like if police are like, I'm not I'm not going to re- do a police report. And they're like, no, I just got a ticket. Like <laughs> and it's all recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So so thing? 
I would hate to have to have a job where I walked around with a camera on my body on at all times, right? Yeah, of course. But with Mm -hmm. the number of accusations of wrongdoing against police officers and the number that video later comes out and shows the police officer didn't do what they were accused of being – of of doing. Right. I'm not sure if I was a police officer I would mind wearing a body camera. Yeah. Uh, On the other hand, what a hassle. On the other hand – I know that like with CTA cases, there's a suspicious pattern. Yes. Yeah. Of we've talked about this before. When it's bad for the CTA, the video has lo- <laughs> become lost <laughs> or, or the cameras were malfunctioning. But when the, the, when the video exonerates the CTA, the, the video is so pristine. Magically fine. So <laughs> I, I wonder if the police officers' cameras have on off switches. So mm, that's a good point. But I, the bottom line is private parking lots almost all have lane markings, road markings, stop signs, yeah. things like that. Yeah, for the most part. And even if they don't, the basic rules of the road apply even in a, on a private driveway. So right. drive on the right side of the lane. Uh, if you are in a driveway entering a through street, you have to stop. You treat it as a stop sign. Sure. Right? Yeah. The basics of the rules of the road apply. So even if a police officer – by policy or because he's late to have lunch with his friends, doesn't want to do a police report or doesn't write a, want to write a ticket, the basic rules of the road still apply. So right. in these circumstances, it sounds like our hero saw the other car coming, was driving on the right side of the road, and did what they could to avoid the crash. They stopped right. their vehicle. They were as far to the right as they could. They right. beat their horn. The other car kept coming. So – I would feel pretty confident about taking a case like this and being able to prove that of the two people, the other driver was by far the more responsible for the absolutely right you know car crash. So, um, how do you prove it? Well, at the end of the day, it it it's similar to a question of lights case on a public road. So, if you're driving one car, I'm sure. driving another car. You say I ran the red light. I say you ran the red light. We're at an impasse, right? Right. We need some evidence of some other kind. Of course. Either either that you're more credible than I am or vice versa. Sure. Or the location of the cars after the crash or an independent witness. So the, those same considerations apply here. So right. the other guy <clears throat> could say he was driving normally and you're the one who crossed the center line and hit him, right? Right. So it's a little bit of a he said, she said, but – a witness or video or even how the police officer made the police report, right? So on the back of police reports, there's a place where the officer can draw. That's right. Like and then say unit one said, unit two said. So if the police officer puts the other guy as unit one, on a police report, unit one is usually the responsible party, the ah, one who caused the crash. Interesting. Hmm. So how the police officer draws the diagram of the crash and what he writes in the police report, the position of the vehicles, and then obviously the gold standard is video or a witness, right? Yeah, that carries weight to have this police report. Even if you don't have that, it doesn't mean it's not a provable case. It just means it's going to be closer to 50-50. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anyway. I follow (laughs) Um, no, lots of easy, easy peasy. I've had people uh, who were in a parking lot who got – who were walking in a parking lot who got hit by somebody who was rushing to get into a parking space. You know, they're very common. But the rules of the road apply. 
And then it's the same thing as proving any kind of other crash. So don't be worried just because the police officer didn't want to give anybody a ticket. Well, that baffles me. It's, it, I mean, isn't it their job to keep everything documented, make sure, even if, you know, it's not, what, a public road? I, I feel don't, like that's, uh, that just doesn't make any sense to I me. I don't know. You're outraged. I, I feel like a cranky old person. Like, this that's is, ridiculous. This is, oh out, this is outraged, Finnefrock. Town meeting and <laughs> shake my fist. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Stay tuned next week for another podcast. Amelia, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for showing up. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318 and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process, or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and to answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast, and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away. Mm